Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Cosmos, space, and time travel, science, and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku, and GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. On Science Fantastic, we profile the amazing, jaw-dropping scientific discoveries which are revolutionizing our world and touching our lives. And in this hour, once again, we're going to throw the lines open because this hour is your hour. That's right. You can call 612-564-8135. You'll hear a recording. Leave your name. Call letters of the radio station you're listening to and the city you're calling from, and then perhaps you can ask your question on national radio. That's right. Why should we scientists have all the fun? Why don't you jump right in and join us? You know, sometimes people tell me that they're just shooting the breeze with their friends at the water cooler, and someone just pops up and asks some dumb question that leaves everyone stumped. I have a friend of mine. He works for Con Edison. That's the utility here in New York City. And the engineers were sitting around the water, t- the water cooler one day, and someone asked a simple question, a dumb question. What happens if the sun were to disappear right now? Right now, the sun were to vanish, what would happen? Well, everyone was stumped. Everyone began to scratch their heads. Yeah, what would happen? I mean, how long would it take before the Earth got flung into outer space, if the sun were to simply disappear right now? Well, no one knew the answer, but someone said, hey, let's ask Dr. Kaku. He's a physicist. He may know the answer. Well, the short answer is that we physicists are not sure about the answer because we've never done that experiment, but we think it is eight minutes. In eight minutes, the Earth would be flung into outer space because gravity travels at the speed of light. How do we know this? Well, just last year, three physicists won the Nobel Prize in Physics for detecting a gravity wave in space. A black hole collided with another black hole about a billion years ago. A billion years later, the shock wave hit the Earth detected by laser beams on the Earth, and that's how we figured out that the speed of gravity is the speed of light. Once again, Einstein got it right. So once again, if you want to get on Science Fantastic, give us a call at 612-564-8135, or go to my website, and you can ask a question there. mkaku.org is the website. You can go to my Facebook site at Michio Kaku, We have 3 million fans on Facebook, 600,000 fans on Twitter. So find out what all the excitement is about. Because in this hour, we're going to answer your email questions. That's right. We're going to answer the email questions that you sent to me, including crop circles. Are they really true? And what are some of my favorite movies like Terminator, Interstellar, 2001? 
what are some of my favorite science fiction movies? And what about Elon Musk and the Silicon Valley billionaires that are dominating the space program? Is that a good thing? I mean, they're businessmen, for God's sake. They're not scientists. Is it a good thing or a bad thing if billionaires are showing us the way, funding the space program? And then DNA technology. Has it been overblown? I mean, after all, when the Genome Project was finished years ago, people said, we're going to have cures for diseases. Well, I don't see them. What happened? Has the DNA Genome Project hype been overblown? Where are the cures that were promised to us years ago? So these are some of the questions that we'll be answering today on Science Fantastic. Well, one question that I get is about crop circles. They see television programs on crop circles, and by golly, they really look pretty neat. I mean, these formations inside uh, farmers' crops, they look like some alien spaceship landed right there on their, on their uh, crops and created a crop circle. And they're so elaborate Maybe it was the mind of an alien which created these crop circles. Well, what, am I, what is my opinion? My opinion is that, well, I have to keep an open mind. You can't rule it out. Yes, in the past, perhaps rocket ships from outer space did land on the Earth, and maybe they left a footprint. In fact, it was Carl Sagan himself, the astronomer, who speculated that, yes, in our ancient past, if we were visited by aliens from outer space, then we would consider them to be gods. Even if they have simple technology like rocket ships and the internet, which we already have today, people during the Middle Ages would consider them to be superhuman and celestial. So what about crop circles? Well, yeah, you can't rule it out. Perhaps they are evidence of visitation. I keep an open mind to the question. But I also realize that there's another way to look at them. First of all, if you watch these documentaries about crop circles, you realize that they become more sophisticated every year. The very first crop circles that occurred in England were very primitive. In fact, rather laughable. But as the years went by, they, came, they became more and more intricate, more and more elaborate, and they got more and more publicity. Well, if they really were the, the footprint of a rocket ship that landed from outer space, then they should be the same. They shouldn't be getting more sophisticated every year. There's no learning curve. There's no learning curve for spaceships coming in from outer space, landing on England every year. However, there is a learning curve for hoaxers. And in some of these shows, they actually show you how teenagers can create their own crop circles. I've seen several programs that interview these teenagers. What they do is they first put a stake in the ground. Then they get a piece of rope, a piece of rope stuck to this stake in the ground. And then they move in a circular direction, flattening out corn or different kinds of alfalfa or whatever they're working with. And as they walk in a circle, they begin to create a circular pattern. 
Then they also showed how to become more sophisticated, how to do the very intricate patterns that you see in crop circles. So these are hoaxers. Now, does that mean that all crop circles are hoaxes? Not necessarily, but it does mean that a certain fraction of them, especially the ones that are more sophisticated, are in fact done by hoaxers who took advantage of all the publicity that crop circles have generated. So does that mean that crop circles are all fake? No. It simply means that some of them are. But does that mean that they're evidence of visitations from outer space? Well, maybe and maybe not. First of all, there's a program called Ancient Aliens on TV. In fact, I've actually been on a few of those programs myself talking about the science behind uh, what a visitation may look like. But are the alien visitations really proven by all this? Well, the answer is no. I once had a chance to talk to uh, the person who wrote the book, Chariot of the Gods. I had a chance to sit down with him once and have uh, and eat lunch with him. And he admitted to me that, well... He has no proof that this is evidence of a chariot of the gods or ancient visitation. He simply says this is a possibility. And I admire that. The fact that he on air will say flatly that this does not prove that aliens have visited us in the past. It simply means that it is a possibility. Well, let's take a short commercial break. And after the break, we're going to continue a discussion of the movies. What is your favorite science fiction movie? And what does it say about science? Once again, this is Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. February is heart month and every year Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. In this hour, I'm going to answer so many of the emails that you send me. It's impossible to answer all of them. And many of you are too shy to have your voice heard on national radio, so you don't leave a message on my number. However, you do email me, and I'd like to answer some of these questions that I get on emails. One series of questions that I get on emails is alien visitations of the past. There are TV programs talking about them. In fact, I should be honest and say that I've been on several of the programs myself. But let me say the following. There are at least two ways you can look at this whole question of alien abductions. First is, maybe they're real. You cannot rule that out. I mean, after all, it was Carl Sagan himself who who wrote in one of his earlier books. He said that if an alien civilization landed on the Earth years ago, centuries ago, before the coming of modern science, we would consider them to be gods. And if we were to reproduce them in our artwork, it would be celestial. It would look fantastic. And in the future... Maybe modern civilization would look back and realize that this is evidence of alien visitation. That's one way to look at it, and you cannot rule that out. However, there is another way to look at it. And that is that maybe some of these pictures that we see are ceremonial. That is, they're representational rather than realistic. For example, in many of the shows, you see priests, high priests of these, civil, uh, of these ancient civilization wearing headdresses, elaborate headdresses sitting in a throne. And by golly, that headdress really does look like a spacesuit. It really does look like a helmet. And that throne room that these people are sitting in, if you blink a bit, it does look like a rocket ship. 
It does look like he's sailing throughout the heavens in a rocket ship of some form. So, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. On one hand, it could be simply ceremonial. That is, simply the high priest putting on an elaborate headdress, sitting in an elaborate throne room, or maybe it's an alien from outer space with a space helmet and sitting in a chair inside a rocket ship. You can't rule it out. However, we have to realize that there's an alternate explanation, that it simply could be the imagination of the artist. And then, what about those markings, those markings in the soil? With a helicopter or an airplane, you can look down on the earth, and you can see, my golly, it does look like a landing field of some sort. Maybe these, uh, this ancient civilization created a spaceport that allowed aliens from outer space to land. Well, once again, you can't rule it out. However, as a, as a friend of mine pointed out to me, if that really was a spaceport, there would be evidence of it in the form of junk. That is, think of an airport we have on the planet Earth. You see all sorts of junk. You see waste. You see wire clippings. You see the waste of machine parts. You see garbage. However, at these sites where we see these markings inside the soil, we don't see that. We don't see garbage. We don't see pliers and screwdrivers and, and gears that were worn out but left over by ancient civilizations. No, these sites look pretty pristine. And from a helicopter, it looks not just like a spaceport, but it looks like a signaling device whereby these earthlings are trying to signal to celestial beings in the cloud. So again, there are two ways you can look at it. A, maybe it's a spaceport. B, maybe it's just the way of ancient civilizations to try desperately to communicate with people living in the clouds, that is, the gods. So, again, scientists have to be open to all sorts of crazy ideas, even if they could be totally wrong. However, they should also have to have an alternate explanation as well. And so, since science deals with things that are reproducible, testable, and falsifiable, unfortunately, this debate could go on forever. Because how do you know for sure whether this drawing is a drawing of an alien or just a drawing of a high priest wearing ceremonial costumes. It's undecidable. It's untestable. It's unprovable. And that's why, in some sense, it is outside the boundaries of science. Until we get that alien screwdriver, until we get that alien piece of wiring left over because this was, in fact, a spaceport, until we get tangible evidence, it's just that. Perhaps, perhaps not. It is undecidable until we have proof. That's why I say to people that have claimed to have been abducted by aliens from outer space, well, yes, maybe you were abducted. Maybe it's true. But the next time you're abducted, for God's sake, steal something. I don't care if it's an alien hammer, alien wire, alien chip. Steal something. There's nothing in the books, nothing in the law books that says that stealing from an alien from outer space is illegal. And for that matter, you'll have bragging rights. 
you'll be able to go to the TV cameras and say, look, alien chip technology. That's the end of the story. End of the story. No ifs, ands, or buts. Once you have an alien chip, that'll settle the question forever. But if you simply see a light in the sky, what does that mean? It can mean almost anything. Also, let me continue our discussion of the movies. First of all, I'm a movie junkie. I've seen most of the science fiction movies. I have a definite opinion about all of them. And I'd like to share some of my observations with you. First of all, the movie 2001. That's a great movie. It's a movie that really busted open Hollywood for high-level science fiction movies. I remember the world before 2001. It was all B-grade, bug-eyed monsters. The movies that you laugh at. I remember Fire Maidens from Outer Space starring Zaza Gabor. Those were the movies of the 1950s. Cheap movies for the drive-in theater. And they dominated science fiction, giving science fiction a bad name. Unless, of course, you like Zaza Gabor. Then, the movie 2001 came out. That was a watershed. That was a top-of-the-line Hollywood movie showing what you could do with science fiction. Not only that, the movie made you think. There are so many scientific themes in that movie if you stop and think about it. First of all, how did the apes become intelligent in that movie? Well, yeah, evolution, but maybe it was intervention. Maybe aliens from outer space have been watching us, watching us over millennia, altering our evolution. Perhaps that's the way we became intelligent. And if that's true, maybe they're watching us even today. Think about that for a moment. And if you think about that movie, the movie really is perhaps the most realistic encounter with an extraterrestrial civilization. The most realistic encounter. Because you see, an alien civilization is not going to send Captain Kirk bouncing from planet to planet in the Enterprise. There are too many planets. It's a waste of time. What they're going to do is send a self-replicating robot probe that lands on a moon, because moons are stable, creates copies of themselves, thousands of copies of themselves, that shoot out and colonize the next set of moons. Then you get like a virus. A virus can colonize your body in two weeks. Think about that. A molecule. A molecule can colonize your body until you start to sneeze and cough in two weeks. Because it's self-replicating, Getting, giving, giving you an exponential explosion in the number of viruses. That's how to colonize the galaxy. And that's what we find in 2001. You find the probe landed on the moon. Scientists analyze this probe and trigger it. And then it emits a horrible screeching sound as it then sends a signal to the home planet, Jupiter, which is a relay station. A relay station to send a message to the stars that tell us, that tell them that humans have arrived. So in some sense, the movie 2001 is the most realistic encounter with an extraterrestrial civilization. Okay, well, let's take another short commercial break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135.
Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. The special counsel's inquiry into President Biden's management of classified materials raising concerns about his cognitive acuity. So much so that Republican Rep. Claudia Tenney now wants the cabinet to explore the Constitution's 25th Amendment to remove President Biden from office following that report that described him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Senator Chris Murphy, a Democrat from Connecticut, dealing with backlash from saying that illegal immigrants are the people we care about most and referring to undocumented Americans. That comment went viral, people calling it an oxymoron, others saying this was Murphy admitting the Democratic Party's honest view on the issue. Corey Myers, USA News. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com. 
or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. In this hour, we're answering your questions that you sent me on email. Once again, you can always contact me at my website, mkaku.org. It lists the four New York Times bestsellers that I've written. Plus, it talks about my tour schedule. Perhaps I'll be speaking in a city next to you, talking about my latest bestseller, and that is The Future of Humanity. The future of humanity in outer space. One day, we will reach the stars. Personally, I think that's where our destiny is, to be able to reach for the stars. But find out how we're going to do it by getting my latest book, The Future of Humanity. On Facebook, we have 3 million fans. On Twitter, we have about 600,000 fans on Twitter. So why don't you find out what all the excitement is about. Go to my website, mkaku.org, m-k-a-k-u.org. Well, before the break, we were talking about the movies. One question that I get is, what is my favorite movie in science fiction, and why? And what are some of the awful movies in science fiction? Well, as I pointed out, one of the worst movies ever made was a science fiction movie. It's Fire Maidens from Outer Space, as I recall, it stars Zaza Gabor, Fire Maidens from Outer Space, a movie made for the teenage market, but not much more than that. But there are some great movies out there that really make you think. First of all, there's the movie 2001, which really makes you think, did alien civilization affect human evolution? Is that the reason why we became intelligent? Is because somebody interfered with our evolution? You can't rule it out, because this would have happened millions of years ago. And then, are they still out there, observing us, waiting for us, waiting for us to become intelligent? Well, that's the theme of the movie, 2001. Because the aliens put a obelisk on the Earth, which is a sensor, a self-replicating robot, waiting for us to become intelligent so that it can signal to the mother star that we have arrived. It really makes you think, have aliens affected our evolution in the past? And if so, are they still observing us, waiting for us to become intelligent? Well, it really makes you think about that, right? And what kind of civilization is this? This civilization is way beyond our solar system way beyond the planet Jupiter, which to them is nothing but a relay station. It's a type 2 or a type 3 civilization. They are galactic, most likely, and that's the best way to explore the galaxy, with self-replicating robots. What is a simple self-replicating robot? A virus. A virus starts off as one molecule, hijacks a cell, and the cell becomes a factory for hundreds of other viruses, which then go out and colonize the next generation. That's the theme of the movie 2001. 
an obelisk lands on the moon, creates a copy of itself, shoots out, and begins to colonize other moons, which are stable, ecologically speaking. They are waiting for us, waiting for us to become type 1. That is planetary and peaceful. And when we do, we will join the family of star-faring civilizations. So that movie 2001 was pretty advanced and asked many philosophical questions. Okay, let's take a short commercial break. And after the break, we're going to continue the discussion of science on Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on By only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810. 800-524-3810. 800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos. And those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku, this is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. If you want to get on the air and ask a question about science, give us a call at 612-564-8135. Or if you're too shy, send me an email and I'll answer your email questions on air. The email address is mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org. Well, one question that I often get is about the movies. Which movies do I like and why? Well, one movie that I like is the Terminator series starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. And some people say, well, isn't that just a shoot 'em up movie with no scientific content? Well, yeah, but there really is a philosophical question that is raised. You know, the very first mention of the word robot which then worked its way into our vocabulary. It was based on a play. A play, I think, in Romania or Czechoslovakia. And that's where the word robot was coined, because robot means worker. And in that play, we create a race of humanoid robots that look just like us. But we mistreat them in that play. And at the end of the play, the robots rise up. They rise up against humanity and actually destroy humanity. The robots actually take over at that point. And then the other question is, well, how realistic is that? And how would it happen? Well, in the movie Terminator, they actually give you a rather realistic way in which the machines may take over. In the future, we create a super robot on the Internet called Skynet. Skynet is so advanced that it controls our nuclear weapons. Is that possible? Sure, it's definitely possible. But one day, Skynet is so advanced, it becomes self-aware. That is, it realizes that it is conscious. At that point, the military says to itself, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Our Skynet has become conscious, self-aware. We have to shut it off. But you see, that conscious robot, Skynet, which is on the Internet, realizes that self-preservation is one of its key duties. It has to preserve itself. And to preserve itself, it has to stop humans from shutting it off. Because the humans want to shut it off. And the only way to shut it off is to shut off the humans. And that's exactly what Skynet does. Skynet initiates a nuclear war because it has control over our nuclear weapons. Now, the question is, is that possible? And the answer is, yes, indeed. It is surely possible. And that's why we have to have many, many fail-safe systems to make sure that our nuclear weapons don't fall into the wrong hands. For example, just recently, it was announced on the Internet that some of our crews that handle Minuteman missiles use LSD. Now, think about that for a moment. These are the people who have the keys, the keys to the kingdom. 
the keys to our Minutemen nuclear arsenal. And some of them are so bored, because there's nothing to do down there in the middle of a silo, there's nothing to do out there except, except get high, and that's what they did. They get high on LSD. Well, when that hit the wire services, people went berserk. I mean, think about that for a moment. You don't need Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator robots to create a nuclear war. No, you just need some bored idiots who take LSD and have a trip and then set off World War III. Is that possible? And the answer is, it is certainly possible that that could happen. But you see, the Terminator series also asks other questions as well. First of all, time travel is an integral part of the movie because the robot is, of course, terrorizing the 20th century. But where does it come from? It comes from the future. And so that asks another question. Is time travel possible? And that's a whole nother question coming out of physics. And that is the question of whether or not we can bend time into a pretzel. The short answer is maybe. Stephen Hawking has written that, well, we can create wormholes to distant points in the galaxy. That might be possible to go faster than the speed of light. But he was skeptical if a wormhole could take us to the past. Now, why is that? I'll answer that question after the break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your air. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Usually you can give us a call and your thoughts could be heard on national radio if you call 612-564-8135. But so many of you have emailed me and said that, well, you're kind of shy about having your voice heard on national radio, but you will email me a question. So in this hour, we're handling lots of questions that I get on email about science. And the last question I got that we talked about concerns the movies. What about the movie Terminator? Is that really preposterous or is that really possible? Well, first of all, Terminator deals with robots that take over because they hijack our nuclear weapon system because the Internet becomes self-aware. Is that possible? Yes, it is possible. It's something to think about. Also, time travel is integral in this movie because a robot of the future terrorizes the present. And that robot of the future is, of course, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the question is, is that possible? And the answer is, well, maybe. Stephen Hawking, uh, my colleague, the late Stephen Hawking, believed that wormholes could exist, which take us to distant points in the galaxy. We could then travel faster than the speed of light. But, he said, he doubted that you could build a time machine that would take you to the past. Now, why is that? Because Hawking wrote in his paper that if a light beam were to enter the wormhole and go to the past, it would then emerge from the wormhole and perhaps re-enter the wormhole in the present and then go back into the past and perform a cycle, a circle, constantly going from the present to the past, present to the past, and the radiation would build up to the point where the time machine would explode. That's what he thought 
would be possible if you could build a time machine, it would blow itself apart, meaning that time travel is really not possible at all. Well, maybe, but I think there's a loophole. I think there's a loophole in that argument. Because in string theory, I personally believe that when you go back into the past, because string theory is quantum mechanical, all you do is you make the timeline split in half. So that in one universe, you went and became yourself of today. But in the other universe, you actually did alter your own history. You could commit suicide in the past. You could perform all sorts of uh, experiments in the past to change the course of modern history in a parallel universe. And that's the key. The timeline splits, splits in half, so that light does not go circular from the present to the past, present to the past, until the time machine blows up. No, it only makes one pass because that light beam enters a parallel universe. Now, can we prove it? No, because nobody could create a wormhole at the present time. All I'm saying is I think there is a defect in Hawking's proof that time travel is not possible. Well, let's move on. I get another question about DNA and the genome. We get a lot of people now subscribing to the different consumer genomic surveys, allowing you to trace your lineage and find out who your DNA relatives are. But you may say to yourself, wait a minute. When the genome was finished years ago, there was a promise that it would cure lots of diseases. And is that all we're getting? All we're getting is that we have things like 23andMe and Ancestry.com. Is that the benefit of the Genome Project? I mean, was it overblown? Well, to some degree, it was overblown. Because you see, the Genome Project, all it did was give us the sequence of letters of all your genes. But it didn't explain what these genes do. And that's the key. Think of a dictionary. A dictionary where all the words are spelled correctly, down to the very last letter, but all the definitions are missing. If you have a dictionary with missing definitions, the dictionary is useless. Yes, indeed, every single word has the correct spelling, and that's what the human genome did. The human genome gave us a dictionary, a dictionary of all the 20,000 or so genes that create the human body, but it gave us no understanding of what these genes do. And that's why, in some sense, the hype around the Human Genome Project was, in fact, it was overblown to a degree. That's why we do have things like 23andMe and Ancestry.com. And yes, they're great. Many of my friends have subscribed to these services and found out about missing relatives and things like that. Yes, I think that's great. But has it cured lots of diseases? And the answer is no. Because we don't know what many of these genes actually do. So then you may say to yourself, well, how do we experiment to find out what a gene can do? Well, of course, the Human Genome Project found hundreds, thousands of genes that we never suspected existed at all. We know how to spell them. We know the exact spelling of all these genes, but we don't know what to do. So what do we do? We allow our laboratories to insert that gene into a mouse. 
that gene that we don't know what it does is inserted into a mouse, and then we look for defects. Defects in what happens when the mouse reaches maturity. Then we infer what that gene did. Now you may say to yourself, now wait a minute, it takes years for mice to mature. This is a painful, painstaking process. There are thousands of genes that make up the genome of a mouse, and you're telling me that we have to, quote, knock out these genes one by one to find out what these genes do? And the answer is, yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why the Genome Project has not yet given us a cure for all the diseases. But one day, it might, but not today. Okay, well, unfortunately, that's it for Science Fantastic. Once again, every week, you can call 612-564-8135 and get on the show. Every week, you can see what's happening at the cutting edge of science on Science Fantastic. So give us a call or send us email. The number to call is 612-564-8135. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. 